Welcome to the Otherworldly Oracle official podcast. We are your hosts, Kitty and Alora, and we are flying right along in season three. Today, we have a very special Samhain treat for our OO listeners. We have recruited one of the best paranormal investigations team in the United States to dig up some ghosts from the past, or proverbially speaking, peer through the veil that is so very thin at this time of year. We are talking haunted history, folks, and we'll get to hear some pretty hair-raising tales, maybe, from the two leading ladies of the Three Notch Paranormal Investigations team. So grab your cuppa and settle in. Welcome, welcome. How's everyone doing? Wonderful. Hello there. Hello. Caffeinating. Caffeinating. (laughs) That's how you make it happen with the caffeine. That's right. (laughs) Well, for us, I'm not drinking caffeine because it's nighttime here, but. (laughs) All right. So before we get going, before we really get going here, I want to talk to Jeannie. So can you tell us how long you've been a paranormal investigations team and just a little bit about what you all do? I'd say three notch paranormal. We've been a team for three years. That's right. Yeah. We had one other lady who was with us at the very beginning. We were the power of three. Yes. So (laughs) now we're the power of two because that little witch blew the coop. She did. (laughs) She did to start a new life. But uh, the team, um, Three Notch Paranormal has actually been around four years. Mm -hmm. Um, My daughter and I on a mother-daughter trip in, I want to say the Blue Ridge Mountains, Mm-hmm. we I, that's all I wanted to talk about was the paranormal and you know what's on the other side and I should I should start my own team yeah and that's how it was kind of birthed in the mountains of the Blue Ridge around a fire that did actually happen I can attest to that yes <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun I might have been there <laughs> that is true so, um, yep, awesome. three years for Tracy and I. That's right. Awesome. So what, what is it? Okay, so obviously you're a paranormal investigations team, but what, what does that entail for maybe someone who has never watched like a ghost adventure show or whatever? What do y'all do? Well, that's a great question. It, it's our curiosity, I think, is what, what got us teamed up. I have just as much curiosity as you do on the other side, the oh, yeah. spirit world. And when when I met Jeannie, we clicked and everything she liked, I like. So that's where we started, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It definitely it just is. felt right. You know? I know. <laughs> everything was leading up to that. Yeah. Yeah. I had finally found a friend that believed and saw things the way that I did because yeah. a lot of the friends out there didn't, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. So 
so what do you ladies do when somebody calls for your services? Like what is the process or, um, I, I don't know another word for that. What is the process of conducting a paranormal investigation? Uh, yeah, either, you know, somebody with, who's been experiencing, you know, some kind of phenomena in their house or even in their business. Mm-hmm. We've investigated businesses. Yeah. So if they're experiencing things they can't explain or have, you know, if they have lights going off and on and they've already seen an electrician. So we're kind of like the last call. The last resort. Right. <laughs> so everybody's always trying to debunk. Yeah, it's a famous word now, those kind of phenomena or, or happenings. Why does this do that? Yeah. And then, you know, we get involved. They ask us to come out and um, we research, we try to get as much information as we can. It's just as much work prior to the investigation than the actual investigation. Correct. Yeah. We'll do research on the property on the surroundings, you know, what are the environmental factors here? Do they live near the water? What kind of stone is around their house? Or, you know, what kind of um, conductors could be around their house? And then we load up our million little gadgets and we're such geeks when it comes to equipment. We're paranormal. We have so much stuff that now we have cases in a wagon wagon to carry all of our ridiculous equipment that we love so much (laughs) and we use all of it because we want we want to try to communicate so we take use all of those different areas of equipment yeah because some some spirits like to uh communicate with simpler things like just a flashlight going off and on Right. But some other ghosts are more intelligent and can actually manipulate yeah. and show themselves to us. Right. And we can hear them now through the obelisk. And it's an instinct that we have as well when we go into these places. We can feel the environment. Oh, yeah, definitely. You, know, you can sense it. We know immediately we walk in and we both feel that heavy oppressive it's going to be like oh this is not only going to be an investigation Mm -hmm. this might be a little bit of a war yeah that's right wow yep that's awesome okay so alora take it away all right your question (laughs) so we're coming up on the sabbath that most witches would consider to be one of the most important of the year Um, it's yeah. going to be Samhain uh, for the Northern Hemisphere in Beltane, where I am in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, and both of those Sabbaths mean that the veil is extremely thin. Has your team done any investigations recently where you could feel the veil thinning? Well, we, um, we did do a, an investigation and a bed and breakfast in the beginning of November. And we had so much activity that night. Oh, it was ridiculous. That <laughs> we were literally being run around. We couldn't manipulated. Um, and, and I really honestly can say that we haven't had one as active uh-huh. since. No, but even here recently, like um, 
every night I, I get the spirit portal out and I'll fire up the SLS. Mm -hmm. And I have noticed every night there's more stuff going on. I've had at the beginning of last week, last week, I had no, no spirits, no figures, nothing in this house because I had cleansed it really good. Mm -hmm. And over the past week and a half, every day, the first day, there was a small figure standing in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. The next day, there was like a, a woman, maybe five, five standing in the doorway. Now, last night, there was three, four people in here. You had a party <laughs> up in there. It was a guest party. Yeah. And oh, wow. you feel it. You feel spooky at this time. Of and day. they all wanted to talk at once. Mm -hmm. the, my equipment was going crazy. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. So really, our most active night was close to. Yeah. It was, was when the veil was thin. It really is. It was yeah. Still and I was going to say, it's interesting that you said it was early November because, um, by our calendar, so in is, you know, October That's 31st, right. but by other calendars, it, it's actually a little bit later in November. In, in so. November. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. well, I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and Beltane here um, by the calendar isn't even until November 7th. See? Okay. Okay. Yep. That's and that's about what it was. I it think was it, like, it was like the beginning of the, the first second or week. second week. It was before yeah. Thanksgiving. So. Oh yeah, it was a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. And the whole night, we, I mean, we were exhausted. Oh my God, it it took me almost a week to recover. From it really that did. One. It that was rough. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It was. It, it and was I think um, we might get a little more, maybe we get a little bit more into that specific investigation because I found that one really interesting, um, what I know about okay. it. Sure. But I want to, let's see, I want to ask, were, I know that you both came together, you had a common interest in the spirit world, but did either of you have any experiences at a young age with spirits? And we can start with Jeannie, if you'd like. Um, yeah, I've had them ever since I can remember. And, and I can tell you specifically the first one, I was six years old and, um, I shared a room with my sister who was 12 or she was sleeping downstairs outside my bedroom, my parents' bedroom, because she had had the flu. And um, so I was like all alone up in our bedroom, but she came to me one night, gave me a kiss. I love you. I was like, okay. I probably just said, okay, who knows? And, um, and then my mom told me the next day that she was gone. And I was like, that's not true. She was in my bedroom last night. She gave me, and they, and they argued with me until oh. recently. And, and my mom and I, we've had that, conversation again and mom says i absolutely believe it was her spirit so ever since then so that was what six i was six years old yeah yeah wow wow i have chills <laughs> yeah. wow yeah my grandfather too though the night um the morning how do i say this they lived in pennsylvania we we're in maryland he passed away, but before I woke up, I already knew it because he came and saw me. 
Hmm. Wow. This is kind of interesting considering our last episode was about banshees. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it happens. I mean, we do have a lot of Irish uh, heritage, so. I think my ancestors visit me all the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, when I was a little girl, I would have these dreams and um, dead people, some I knew, some I didn't, but they would come and we would communicate. I can remember waking up the next morning, you know, and I was probably about the same age, around five or six years old. And I would tell my mom about these dreams and who I saw. And, you know, she always would listen to me. And um, as I got older, they would get stronger. And then it got confusing because I would feel things and think things <laughs> that I just couldn't understand. You know, I was infatuated with graveyards and what happens to people when they die. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess when I was around eight years old, um, I became very sad, very, very sad. And um, I wasn't before. I was always a very active child, singing and reading and stuff. But the sadness um, lasted about from eight years old to about 13. And my mother did everything she could, of course, to try to uh, make me a happier child. Um, She even took me to a psychiatrist thinking that I had like something really going on. And her last resort for me and was a psychic. And I went into this psychic at 13. I sat down in front of her and she said, honey, you have got the darkest attachment attached to you. And um, I didn't know, you know, really, I had never really heard of it. But she explained to me it was an old woman in a black dress and that she was very, very angry and, um, you know, how can I say it, tormenting and that she removed her that day. And that is the day that I knew that there was more to this world. Wow. And I couldn't believe it. My mother couldn't believe it. But after that day, we did believe. That's amazing. So were you happy? Did you return to or somewhat return to well, she, she did a cleansing. She did mm-hmm. prayers over me. And, and I remember, you know, crystals and and I remember the smell of her, her place. There, there's these specific things I can remember of that day. Mm-hmm. And um, the bells, you know, she did ring the bells. And it wasn't long after that, that, you know, that I became curious and started learning and reading. My mother was a librarian. So, of course, the first thing I did was go to the library. Mm-hmm. And I looked into it nice. and, and I realized that, that it was real. It, this was a real thing. I couldn't tell anyone because, you know, they would think that I was crazy. Yeah. Right. So I silently, you know, I would talk to my mom. That was about it. But yes, to answer your question, I did eventually feel free and lifted. And I learned how to use my magic mm-hmm. and not allow the attachment to stay and not allow it to do that to me. Wow. 
We make that, such a great team. I tell you, we do. <laughs> this you is all gave me some chills there. Holy cow. Um, that's awesome. That's why we work so well, because we're kind of opposite. We really are. Yeah. I, I'm real. I guess being a paralegal for 30 years, I think very legal and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Very logical. Well, right. I think you, very all are, you two are more similar than, than opposite, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Let me just ask a, a quick question and maybe you can tell our listeners to give them some idea, but can you just give us some decades that we're talking about when you guys grew up? Because I know that for some of us, especially in witchcraft and the paranormal and things like that, you have to live in a more hushed environment or in the broom closet, as they say. Yeah. Um, and now in modern times, it's not so much that way. So what decades did you guys grow up in? Well, we grew up in the same 70s, decades. Yeah, the 70s. Yeah. The 70s okay. and 80s. And they were the best. They were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I always the best. I always felt like I, I, I came a little, I should have been here a little earlier. Oh, <laughs> like 60. I, I would love to be just a you know, love child hippie. Oh, my, <laughs> right? my parents but I'm not hippies. See, that's what I'm oh. talking about. You had the hippie parents mm-hmm. where did. my parents were radical Christians. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Different environment. Right. Yeah. So definitely yeah. not, it's a, yeah, definitely not decades where you could freely express. No. I couldn't yeah. tell. Now I, you hid that from everybody. I couldn't tell anyone. I was even hesitant when I first met Jeannie. Oh, me too. Even though I sensed it from uh-huh. her. We, yeah. I was so afraid to say the word. Yeah. Because I, you don't know what reaction you're going to get nope. from people. And mm-hmm. they automatically judge. And normally in a negative way. And not, yes. not in the, the spiritual way that, right. that we do. Because people are, you know. They're, they're muggles. Yeah, that's true. Muggles. They Muggles. They just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. So our next question leads to your investigations. Um, so all of your investigations focus on historical places in the state of Maryland. Um, well, most of them. In fact, you're like locally famous for this. So <laughs> what are some of the famous okay. historical sites that you've had the privilege of investigating? We just recently investigated the old jail yes. in Leonardtown, Maryland. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, Tudor Hall. Tudor Hall, which is also in Leonardtown, Maryland. Yeah, one of the first estates built here yeah. in Leonardtown. They're in walking distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, our local famous folklore about Mole Dyer and her rock. The Mole Dyer witch story. Yeah. Absolutely. She came here from England. Mm-hmm. So, oh. That's a really uh, popular one, um, yeah. at least in that area. It's really it's a big legend there, the Muldyer legend. Oh yeah, definitely. And yeah. Uh, the doc- we also investigated the Doctor Mud House. Wasn't a thing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found that interesting. I always heard that Doctor Mud's house in Maryland was one of the most haunted in the state. Yes, and us too. To hear that's that out. you all went there and there was like nothing, nothing. was pretty shocking. Yeah. 
I didn't even ha have a feeling about anything. Well, it it felt very just neutral. It, it was nothing we special. Wanted, we wanted it. Of course we, we wanted, wanted to it communicate. to be. We were looking at the couch that John Wilkes Booth laid on. You know, laid on bleeding and in pain and yes. running for his life. Oh, Lord. And those intense yeah. emotions that get imprinted yes. in your surroundings. And yeah. we didn't get nothing. Tools, his medical tools. Yeah, his kit. Uh, nothing. Yeah. And, and it was after an exhausting night of using all of our equipment again. Yeah. That we were told by the, the tour guide that. A lady had come and cleansed the place. She moved all the spirits on, she, all 12 of them. She sent them on their way. And I said, well, that makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> we didn't get a feeling. Nothing. Hmm. Well, she Not did a, a good job then, I guess. We didn't get anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, it was a letdown. It was. We're passionate. We can't help it. How dare her? Okay, you're allowed to be. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> So for those who don't know, because this is, again, kind of a locally famous thing. And if you live in Maryland or you grew up in Maryland, you know who Dr. Mudd is. But some people might not know that Dr. Mudd was accused of um, helping John Wilkes Booth, which is the man who assassinated uh, Lincoln, President Lincoln. Yes, Dr. Yes. Mudd was accused of helping um, John Wilkes Booth, and they kind yes. of try to say that he was an associate or whatever to the assassination. Um, so his home in yep. Maryland was supposedly very haunted at one point, but apparently is not anymore. Apparently not. <laughs> yep. I was hmm. hoping to hear like when it got because it got real dark. It did, it and I was hoping I wanted so bad to hear like um, a horse's hoofs running you know galloping yes. up that dirt road yes. to that house i wanted so bad to hear that yeah <laughs> we were in the barns we were in the attic yep we were just nothing. everywhere and there was nothing just crickets. it was literally dead <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was a good one. <laughs> i love it Okay, so along those that same line, can you can either of you tell us why do you feel some of these historical places are so haunted? Is it is it because of the trauma of past events or is there other things going on? What do you think? Definitely. Definitely. Um, when you walk into some of these historical places that we've gone in, not only is it the old um, the old building but it, it is all of these antiques and mm. furniture and things from so long ago that, you know, again, you're, you're wondering, yeah. you know, is something in here that. But you got to remember St. Mary's County was the first county in the state of Maryland. Mm -hmm. This is where people landed, mm -hmm. where we are. So we're the oldest county in the state. Nobody else can say that. Right. right. And, you know, before we came, the Indians were here. Look, mm -hmm. we got our river, the Chesapeake Bay mm -hmm. Indian name. Yep. Yeah. Patuxent river. river Indian name. So yep. it's definitely, you know, residual is history replaying itself because yes. mm -hmm. there's so much history with yeah. the smallpox mm -hmm. breaking out 
had hotels burned, you know, the wars, mm-hmm. the war of 1812. Oh, yeah. Leonardtown survived 15 times, 15 times the British came over and plundered and burned and attacked and invaded them. So there's a lot of history here. So why wouldn't it be so haunted? Yeah. Right. That makes sense to me. I mean, every time I'm up there, I'm, I just, I can feel that the whole place is haunted. So, (laughs) oh yeah. Even the trees, you know, I, I'm a tree person, even here, I see some of the spookiest trees in Leonardtown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because they're the oldest here. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some really. They have character. They do. They do. They've seen a like, lot. Like, exactly. We've sent, we've been here the whole time. We've seen everything. They've seen it all happen. And we felt everything. Yeah. That's why it's haunted. Yeah. Now, the, the law office that we worked in together, we, um, we have investigated that building oh at God. least six ten. or yeah, probably 10 times about that. <laughs> and as far as residual, I would a hundred percent say that there is a ghost. His yes. name is Edison. Yep. The name keeps coming over the obelisk whenever we're there. Anytime wow. we ask, we get that. And that's the strangest. Name. Yes, it is. But it was an old time name. It, it mm-hmm. was. When I started working there, it was uh, 13 years ago, and I was sitting in the lobby where my desk was, and in the corner of my eye, the tallest, longest man walked past into the hallway and into a room, and I I knew what I had seen. He had a wide-brim hat, but I couldn't tell anyone, you know, I mean, I wasn't going (laughs) to The only one they are seeing things. Mm-hmm. But interesting enough, uh, another girl at a Christmas party mentioned the ghost. And that's when I became aware that other people have seen it as well. I've seen him. He's residual. He walks around. Yes. He's so tall. He is. Long walking strides he takes. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have been talking about Leonardtown, Maryland, and Saint, the county of St. Mary's and how old it is. Uh, I, I grew up in Virginia, um, Southeast coast of Virginia. And I was just curious if you guys had traveled down the East coast to investigate, because I grew up around like Williamsburg, Jamestown, all of those places. Oh, wow. Would love to. Yeah. That would be fun. Road trips are the best. I know, you know, <laughs> and we, um, you know, cause we, we went to West Virginia yes, and investigated, uh, oh, an old log ha- cabin and we stayed in a haunted b and yep. and we went to a sanitarium yes an abandoned one but w- right now it's just there is so much here in this end mm. of St. Mary's that I mean we still got point lookout we've mm-hmm. got like four lighthouses to go to we've got the prisoner yeah. of war camp there's so much here but yes we would love to do that absolutely <laughs> and that was like our goal when we first started yeah you know our dream was to to hit the road to go around yeah. to different places around around the world and and do haunted haunting locations I, I would love it yeah but um, <laughs> We, uh, we have been very busy right here where we live. Real busy. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of great opportunities too. Mm-hmm. So Awesome. Oh, 
go ahead, Alora. I don't want to cut you. Oh, off. no, I was just saying that was awesome. That's all I was going to add. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever experienced anything in the Williamsburg area? Oh, heaps, lots, lots, uh-huh. lots, lots, because you've got, because in the area I grew up, okay. So there's colonial Williamsburg, there's Jamestown, there's Yorktown, yep. there's all the oh, battlefield. Oh, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Would That's, love it. I know. Laura, <laughs> we need to do that. Laura's done some paranormal yeah. investigating. Haven't you girl? Yes, girl. I was on a paranormal <laughs> investigation team when I lived in Tennessee, when I was going to college. Um, oh. What I say that like it was a long time ago. It wasn't. <laughs> I I graduated um 2019, but um yeah, I was on a paranormal investigation team and I loved it. And like we had all the equipment and all of that stuff, which which is great, but I kind of more liked flexing my witch muscles. Um yeah. when I when I went paranormal investigating because nine times out of ten the scientific equipment could back me up if that makes sense <laughs> and and when we're in an investigation and we're sitting there quiet mm-hmm. in the dark yeah is when i really feel you know it, it's i use my my spider senses yeah you really do you can can definitely uh, mix the two oh yeah so it's along awesome. the haunted historical site mode uh tracy can you give me one haunted historical site that you would love to investigate and you haven't yet? Oh, she said historical. Yeah. Well, you know, being, being a girl here from Southern Maryland, um, Point Lookout has always intrigued me, always. I have never really read of a place that around us, should I say, that has had more suffering, oh, yes. um, sickness, um, uh-huh atrocities all of these wounded soldiers are shipped down from Gettysburg which was horrible there only to show up on our shores to be kept to suffer yeah in, and in the prison in the prison and to, to be starving and molded yeah. food I mean I could just go on forever and ever yeah and Jeannie and I we've we've gone there several times oh yeah and we've been followed Oh, yeah. We've had uh, a person call our boss and tell them to get his girls out of Point Lookout. Yeah. Because we're down there with our obelisk. Our with SLS. all of our equipment. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been asked to take things down off of the uh, Internet. Yes. And we're not here to make anybody uncomfortable. Correct. We're not here to disrespect anybody. No disrespect. We would never respect us disrespect a site, right. a historical site or the grounds ever or anything. But yeah, they, they were very uncomfortable with us doing that. But so we've never really got to do like a full scale. Right. And I think investigation what, down there. That's why I want to go. Like I want to spend the <laughs> night at the, at the campground yes, we mm-hmm. because yeah. that's where all the soldiers were. And mm-hmm. people have seen ghosts of soldiers marching they've seen them they've heard them they've seen horses running they've seen fighting that they have the full-blown war the bean pot that they would throw all the food in yeah it still exists and and you you just get this feeling of what these people were eating the slop they were eating yeah 
And the cool thing was using the SLS, mm -hmm. we actually caught a figure stirring, stirring the, the pot. Bean pot. <laughs> it is, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the stick figure yes. was next to the bean pot. And we're looking stirring at him like, what is he doing? He's stirring. <laughs> so that is totally, you know, That's residual crazy. energy. It had to have been. Yeah. And the weirdest thing, we're there and we're, we're in our own little world videoing and we hear this laugh. It was an evil cackle. Evil laugh. As long, manly, It was deep weird. Voice. That, is and never, that would have freaked me out. I would have. We, we, we did. We were a little freaked out. I said, I kept, when I get, when I get scared or unnerved, I go, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. <laughs> Tracy, Tra did you hear it? No, did you, Tracy, did you hear it? Yeah. Like, was it running? Yeah. Was the red light on? Are you sure? But that's, that's but that was place. that cackle. Yeah. I have never heard anything like that in my life. It almost was like, could it have been fake? I yeah. was like looking for wires and a I So was I. We're trying to debunk it first because nobody was around. Could believe that. No one would. And nobody really would believe it. That was so, weird. That I, I still don't know what that was. I, I want to just talk about one of the creepiest videos that I think I've ever seen that was taken. And it was okay. one of Three Notch Paranormals videos. Yes. yes. Do you know which video I'm referring to? It's the one in the, I think it was the BNB that you all investigated. Yes. yes. The haunted BNB in so, McKinsey. It, in this video, if one of y'all want to just speak to it real quick, but it just, it's, it's one of the scariest videos ever. <laughs> we'll kind of start where we were. Correct. You know, yeah, it's late at night. No one else is in the house except for us three girls. We are upstairs where all of the bedrooms are. We were up in the attic, weren't we? Up near the attic area, yes, of the house. Mm -hmm. We had been up there for a good 25 minutes uh, doing investigations. We were ready to go downstairs to the dining room where we pretty much had all of our equipment. Now, going down the dark stairway, I, we could smell the strongest wrenching smell of sulfur that I've ever smelled in my life. It filled the entire floor. It was so strong, you would have thought someone had lit a book of matches on fire and blown them out. It I, was that I thought, strong. Yeah, I thought it was something outside. So us girls, you know, we're all just coming down the steps and we comment about this, this smell. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. And, yeah. <laughs> and as we enter the dining room, the chandelier, which is. So wait, so Zoe flipped on. So it was me, Tracy, and our other original member, Zoe, yes. was with us then. Yes. And she flipped on the dining room chandelier light. light. And it was swinging over top. Now, the table. I'm talking a circle, a wide circle. Mm -hmm. Like. Like someone was hanging on it and swinging. Like somebody, yeah, swinging like a monkey, on it. You know, just, just yeah. swinging on the chandelier. I mean, it, it was, it wasn't like a little, oh, I think it's moving. No, this thing was rocking. So here we, here we go. We have the software. Now we have something moving. Yeah. So, so Zoe 
Um, all the equipment we have, Zoe whips out her cell phone and starts recording. And I'm yeah. thinking, why is she recording? We got the lights on. And, and remember the chandelier was swinging and I made a joke. I said, just, just a, a swing in. And she laughed. Well, we didn't see that video. The lights were on. You can see the lights were on. Yeah. yeah. And you can hear us. We didn't see anything. We didn't hear. We just saw the chandelier swinging. Yeah. But the next day, Zoe gets up and starts going through her footage. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I'm still in shock. I when she sent it to it. me and we were on the phone, I was like, this isn't real. Because I couldn't. Your brain doesn't, can't figure well, it out. I'm tell like, us what it is. We're dying over here. <laughs> it, it's just like, it, we call it the running spirit. I mean, it was short. Short and little. Yeah. Short, little, and wide. Fast. And it looked like a little fast. boy to me running yes. from one side of the room to the other. You can it almost did, see his coat. Running but around of, the dining room. One of the claims there is the owners here like a little child running around the dining, dining room table, table wow. and playing under it. Yeah. So I think, I mean, Zoe got, I don't, it's crazy. It's still, oh, Laura, you need to see this video. It's pretty wild. We didn't see it. We were standing all right there. there. We're all got, Tracy and I are joking around and just a swing. And Zoe's saying, we just came down from upstairs mm -hmm. and the chandelier swinging. Even the video is a little fuzzy because it's just off of a, a cell it's phone. It's a cell phone, you know, <laughs> and that was from a few years ago. So, yeah. you know, they're not like cell phones now, but right. I'm telling you, that's our most interesting, mm -hmm. baffling <laughs> footage we've ever gotten. Correct. And that is also the night in November when the veil was thin. Mm, yeah. Very thin. I forgot about that. Yep. See, I'm listening to the story and I'm also thinking... Well, like I 100% believe it. And when you girls were talking about your brain can't comprehend, well, you know, it's, if we think about frequency, right. And frequencies of light, I absolutely think that spirits and, you know, uh, ghosts and those kind of things, paranormal um, entities vibrate on a different yes. wavelength where we maybe can't, our eyeballs cannot perceive them 100%. because- yeah, because I mean, I've had experiences where I was in a cemetery and I, I have, I used to have the picture. I don't have it now, but I was, um, we were in a cemetery. I was sitting on a, like a stump, um, a big tree stump, and I could feel a spirit sitting behind me and oh, somebody took a photo and it ended wow. up being like the shape of a little boy. Wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, I completely like 100%. Like, yeah. I know that I haven't seen the video, but I totally believe what you're saying. But we also had other things happen. Like it was a child. We got something was being thrown at us in the pitch black. Pebbles from outside. Pebbles driveway. from outside. <laughs> and then also the tip of a, say the word, because I say, I say crown. It's crayon. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I say it. Crown. So we found the tip of a crown, <laughs> which actually flew past, past my Tracy's head. head. Yeah. And I'm huh. like, this is something a little kid would do. Yep, throwing mm -hmm. things at Or us. a mischievous that, trickster spirit. Now, there you go. 
that is right? what it was. Because that running spirit might not be a little boy spirit. That could be a mm. trickster spirit. It was fast. Well, well on the fast. on the subject of little child spirits, um, when I paranormal investigated, one of the things that we used to do was take children's toys with us. Because nine, yeah, because nine times out of 10, if it was a kid, yep, they were yep. going to play with the light up bear and things like that. We have, um, we have little green army men. Yeah. We have a little race car. We have <laughs> funny little monkey that you wind it up and it runs sideways, mm-hmm. but our, our very popular yes. toy that spirit seemed to like is this little, my pony light up whinnying toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, Anything that lights up. Yeah. Yes. And it's motion sensitive. So somebody touches it, it lights up and it speaks. And <laughs> we've gotten some great answers using that little light up. We sure toy. have almost like direct answers. Oh yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And, yeah. and footage at the same time of this like mist coming out of the wall around it and going back in that was wild it was that footage yep Mm. Yep. wow that's awesome kids are sensitive too you know I think back when I was and I even when I look at my own granddaughter sometimes she'll say the word ghost and you know she's only two so um she'll say she sees a ghost it's always at my house (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah. but we try not to take anything home I, with you know, us. I don't, and sometimes they want to be my friend. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we're different from a lot of teams, too, because we do combine, I don't want to say the witchery, right, with the scientific, right? Because right. anytime before an investigation, we clear ourselves, Definitely. we cleanse ourselves, we protect ourselves. We carry a, you know, protective ward with us. It takes me four hours to prepare for yeah. a paranormal investigation and then to do all of my exactly. things and stuff. So that's involved too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't film that part because yeah. that's kind of for us. Right. I take but, off all of my rings, all of my, yeah. my stones because yeah. I don't want to no. anything to attract to it. No, no question yeah. along that same line, since we're talking about cleansings, there's a lot of shows that we see on TV that it's almost like the teams are kind of barging onto a historical site and they're storing yeah. up all this energy there yeah. and then they leave. They don't cleanse. They don't ask permission. They don't think the spirits, you know, maybe not all of them, but some of them are like that. So my yeah. question is for Jeannie, does Three Notch Paranormal approach these old historical places in a different, maybe more respectful way? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, besides protecting and cleansing ourselves, when we go to places, we always speak. We try to speak with whoever's there. Yes. Hey, we're not here to disrespect. Not we're not here to make you move on. We're not here to have you do anything you don't want to do. Right. We're just here to learn your story mm-hmm. and to try to communicate with you. And at the end of every investigation, we always say thank you for those who came forward. We do. You know, we, we leave you in respect and love and light. That's right. So, I, yeah, I think we do. I sure That's do. Awesome. I like you that. Have to respect that. Absolutely. I won't even watch the shows on TV no. because I don't. 
I, I disagree with everything that they do. It's to TV. be honest. Yeah, because you know? it's nothing. People go, oh, you're a paranormal investigator. I'm like, it's nothing like TV. We don't want to, you know, aggravate or. No, we're not these. here to antagonize right. or get these spirits, you know, pissed off. We want to help them. Right. And, and I know that's a big thing, you know, yeah. come on out here, <laughs> you know, yeah. get out of here. That's ridiculous. We're yeah, not, I won't even we're not going to do that. Nope. It is disrespectful. Yeah. Well, this has been pretty awesome. I think we're almost to the top of the hour, ladies. Awesome. And wonderful. This was fun. Talk all yeah, night. this has been fun. I'm so excited. Thank you all so much. Thank this, you. We, we've really been wanting to do a podcast. Yes. This is perfect to start out with. That's right. I know. I feel so honored. Me too. Well, you girls could have your own podcast all about the paranormal. Yeah, really. <laughs> Seriously. Right on. Yeah, that would be fun. So we just want to investigate. <laughs> that's right. I don't blame you. So one more to wrap it all up. Can you tell our listeners how they can find Three Notch Paranormal Investigations online and when and where your upcoming show? Um, yeah, give them the deets on that, please. <laughs> okay. Well, we're on Facebook at three, the number three, Three Notch Paranormal Investigations. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram under uh, three notch underscore one paranormal. Yes. We also have a YouTube channel, three notch paranormal. Yes. We have a lot of footage on there. A lot of great, interesting footage and clips. And you'll be sure to put on um, the chandelier footage. Yeah. We're definitely the, um, right before Halloween, we're going to repost that little running spirit. Yeah, you should. So right now we're we're still filming our second mini series called Hauntings of Historic Leonardtown. So we're not quite ready to release that, but um, we're going to have really five good long episodes, and I think everybody will enjoy it. We we've had a lot of fun, and we sure we've have. had some crazy experiences here. We sure have. <laughs> I believe that. Well, I've just followed you on Instagram and I am going to go over and subscribe to your YouTube as well. Thank you you so much. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. We'd like to thank our devoted listeners for joining us for this creepy hour in the season of the witch. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share us with your witchy friends, join our Facebook group and visit my website at alorarain.com for tarot reading, numerology, or soul origin profiles. Well, once again, a huge thank you to Jeannie and Tracy with Three Notch Paranormal Investigations for joining us and sharing their epic experiences with the spirit world. Don't forget to follow this amazing team on Facebook and Instagram. Check out their YouTube channel and stay tuned for their upcoming show. And remember, whether you're in the land of the Fae or the land of the ancestors, stay otherworldly.